What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Jibber Jabber on Mama Sessions. We got uh, someone with a brand new haircut back on the show after a long time. He's trying to evoke the, you know, the 2000. How long ago? 2007. Bro, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to go Super Saiyan, man. <laughs> Brandon is back in the house. Hello, what's, up? Hello, what's up? What's up? For those up? of you on Spotify, switch to YouTube now so you see his new hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Nice plug. No, he was spotting this like center parting. Yeah, some, some Korean. Some, some Korean Opa look. I, I tell you what, it's super. Number one is super hot, right? Yeah. Number one is super duper hot. Number two. Sorry, hot as in like temperature weather, hot? Weather, weather, weather hot. <laughs> okay, he's he not talking hot. about himself. Weather. The weather, the climate was very hot. Second of all, right, I started to have split ends, you know. This <laughs> <laughs> is ridiculous, but I started to have split ends. And this I was is like, the this first time, healthy. This is the first time I heard a guy complaining about split ends. Hey, hey, you I, don't I, have split ends. Oh, you got actually not very little hair. Actually, wow, no. Wow. <laughs> wow, low blow right there. I, 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 I mean, like, to his defense, I do have split ends too. Yeah, right? I didn't know guys have split ends. Is it like your hair doesn't agree with each other and it decides to start split ways or something like that? They argue, they argue midway. They argue midway. And then they say, I don't want to do this with you anymore. And then they're like, okay, you know what? It's better if we split ways and then they split up and split ends. Literally speaking, yeah. So I realized I have a lot of split ends. So it's like, the hair hairstylist say the best way to get rid of it is to just cut it short. So I was like, you know what? And then obviously the biggest factor is... Miss Phoebe Hingy Jean. Okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, your fiance. Yeah. Okay, obviously, obviously, you know, we know who wears their pants now. <laughs> Ryan, he, Ryan is here on the show. Welcome what's back, up, Ryan. What's up? What's up? Yeah. Good to be back. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, it's been about a week or two. We were in San Francisco. Two weeks, I think, at least. Yeah, yeah. but it's good to be back. But today we have a very special guest on the show. Um, you know, very happy to have her here. Mm. I think me and her, we go way back. Che, wow. <laughs> Everyone that comes on the show, we go way back. Lah, huh? mm. But, you know, uh, we go way back because we're from the same industry. And right now we have here we have her in the show, ladies and gentlemen. We have Ms. Maggie Wan. What's up? What's up? Hi. Hello. Well, it's true. We do go way back, and right now coming full circle back yeah. on this table. What, yeah. What is it with all these radio people who quit their radio jobs just to come back and do more radio stuff? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you asked this one first, huh? Hey, what? Okay. So, uh, well, if you don't know, it's Magdalene Wang. Otherwise, oh, yeah. known as Maggie Wang. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you knew me when I was still Magdalene. That's yeah, true. and uh, she was uh, actually in our movie as well by my oh, side. Oh yeah. 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 Three years ago. I forgot about that. Three years so long ago, ago right? Yeah, so yeah. She played the uh, she played the Denise. she played Denise, right? The best yeah. friend. Who? She played the the Chinese Malaysian girl who goes overseas and come back yeah. and talk like a one kind. Talking like that, but this essence. Uh, yeah, the essence, uh, everything. The essence, no, that sounds a bit Thai, by the way. Like, what was that, bro? <laughs> yeah, what? She went Thai. She went Thailand, what? She went Thailand. She went to UK. No, and she she went found an Angkor. Good, 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 good. Yeah, we got. Wow. Obviously, wow. we had the lead actor here. Yeah, I was like, wow, Jin. We got the producer. <laughs> what? Did you not watch the movie, Jin? I did. All right, I edited the movie. <laughs> It's so it's so funny because Mark 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 yeah. OD. He was my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah it was uh, Magnus boyfriend. He only appeared for a mere five seconds. We had whole hands. Oh, I yeah. think he didn't, he didn't have a line, right? I no, think he, he did, did, but we didn't put line. the dialogue in. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, he was complaining to me about it, right? Because we were very very close, right? So the moment the movie ended, I was like, "Hey, I thought I had a line, mate." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, what line? Don't have a, no, so Mark, no, no line. Mark, so now you know who cut off your line. I'm just editor right here. Oh, <laughs> you literally said I was editing it. I so. don't think I don't think we even mic'd him up when we no, shot we did, this we did, oh, no, right? I think yeah, did. I remember you did. He he said something. Yeah. yeah, he says a lot of things all the time. Yeah, right? he says a lot of things, <laughs> but nothing gets on air. <laughs> Maggie, how have you been? I've been good. Um, I think a lot of things have changed since we last met. I was still in radio. Yeah, and then now no longer in radio. Right. Um, still in the same relationship. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay thank goodness. Applause <laughs> <laughs> to that, ladies and gentlemen. Well done, well done. Because if not... <gasps> uh. I, I love the sound effects, by the way. Loving it. I miss yeah. radio a bit. Joseph, we hope you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop bitching about you today. <laughs> uh, I've been good. I've been good. Very busy. Yeah, I mean, like, the only time that me, me and Maggie always talk is only through Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You're so busy, man. Lah. We got time for people like me. I'm not busy. I pretend to be busy <laughs> because, you know, I don't want to meet people. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we, we yeah. have been busy. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, um, just just, just uh, to let everybody know. So, I met Maggie when I was in HITS. And then she came on, uh, I think for probably, um, was it a month or two months? Uh, I think a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, uh? yeah. I think a couple of weeks. I was still in year one of my uni. Yeah. I was probably 20, 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So, I was tr- supposed to be training to get into the station to be auditioned basically yep. but uh, I think you guys were going through survey Yeah. so I was supposed to come back later on but then in between another station called me up oh wow uh-huh. so I went over because 
Then <sighs> that happened. That's how I got into fly. Right. Yeah, but you were the one with Ryan. Not this Ryan, but Ryan Majerai. Was yeah. it Majerai? Yeah, Majerai. Yeah, Ryan Majerai. You guys trained me, I remember. So mm-hmm. he actually, Jin, was one of the very first people who taught <laughs> oh, me man. the ways of radio. Oh, oh man. Jin, you're responsible. Oh. That's why. <laughs> radio voice. Huh? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I think radi- the, uh, radio was always, uh, uh, they say that, uh, I would say it is, 20% technical actually mm. not even 20% 10% technical yeah. because you press the buttons turn on the volume talk correct 90% personality that's true uh, and just just so just so that if you guys are listening if you're wondering what survey is mm. it's basically this survey okay mm. uh, quote unquote uh, where they actually hand out papers papers uh, and mm. they ask you to tick which station you listen to and they pay you to do that yeah and wow. yeah and then apparently each tick represents like what 5,000 people yeah uh, a certain amount of sample size of the population because obviously they can't get everyone to do yeah, it. Yeah. So there's basically the exam period of the radio station to see who got the highest score. Then you are the number one station yeah. and second highest, you're number two station. That's when you know clients can come in and you know, stuff like that. Because obviously when you're number one, you get more, more money. More, yeah. Yeah. It gives you the audacity to charge more. Yeah. Yes, so that's how survey works. Yeah, I don't know if it's still the same. Like, I think it is. I mean, yeah, I think it is still the same, but nobody listens to radio. They all listen to podcasts <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> We can say this because we're no longer on radio. <laughs> I was waiting for that line. It's all leading up to that yeah. one line. Yeah, so after that, okay, you were in Fly. How many years, huh? Oh, seven. Oh, song like, about the same wow. as Because I never ended up in hits, right? Yeah. So I was in. Uh, Brandon was on Fly for a bit. Yes, I was. Yeah, so, so I remember. Survey. Yeah. So <laughs> I haven't had that one in a long time. You were on Fly. Yeah, he was. But he disappeared after a while. I don't know what happened. What happened, actually? A big. Oh, my gosh. I hope. Not like Shiva or anyone is in listening. <laughs> I think Shiva is in. Uh, oh, uh, she, I don't she's know. She's still there. She's is still she? there. Doesn't matter. Just say. <laughs> I mean, okay. Here's the truth, lah. <laughs> okay, because back then I was doing TV and radio yeah. at the same yeah. time, yeah. right? Was it during Quickie? Right. Yeah. Oh, and, right. and a year after Quickie as well. So I was doing radio and TV at the same time. So when I was doing both at the same time, I figured out that you know uh, it's it's nice, and I was studying at the same time as well. So there's a lot was going on mm. for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just I give it two seconds la, to what just the heck? use my wisdom to see whether I should okay alright here we go let me phrase this properly so anyway so I was doing radio <laughs> but I was I was still doing the time still part time I remember you know I was yes. still doing it part time and everything like that doing weekend shows and you know covering for any one yeah. of the full timers I remember I, you telling me the story right yeah so uh, but the thing is that for me personally I mean I mean, really, I have a very good relationship with Fly FM. Yes, really for enjoyed, sure, for sure. Yeah, two years there, I really enjoyed my time. But the truth is, I just never saw a future. Yep, fair enough. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Well, honestly, it's a, fair. It's a fair statement. I really, I didn't see a future, mm. man. You didn't honestly. see a future in radio. Not just radio, but specifically at that time, because in the context of just, I was in Fly FM, right? I didn't consider hits or mix or light or whatever. But at that point of time, I just didn't see a future at Fly. Right. Mm. I could see myself being a radio DJ, sure, because it's still what I do. I'm passionate about. I love hosting and things like that, right? Having guests on the show is not a problem. But I didn't see a future at Fly FM. So I was thinking to myself, uh, if I'm not going to make it at Fly, maybe I can try other radio stations. But I know other radio stations is the same commitment. You know, it's the same commitment. So am I ready for that commitment? Number one. Number two, is there a future? And then a broader perspective, and when you look at the grand scheme of things and I realized that there is not really a future in radio because again no offense like I look at the people before me uh, that's the only yardstick I have right yeah. that's the only mm. benchmark I have so I look at the people before me those who are already doing full time and I just like didn't see like you know progression progression so I yeah. like I'm thinking to myself like no I'm not going to tie myself down like doing a show I can't do any other thing you know and just stay there in that little aquarium yeah and you know you just don't it is progress literally a aquarium Yes, yeah, it is an right. aquarium. So you can, I think yeah. you can identify well, with me. Well, that's one of the many reasons why I'm no longer there as exactly. well. Because yeah. I think to a certain extent, there's only so much you can do. And right. I felt like my growth has reached a plateau. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. felt like, oh, it was to a point where when I wake up in the morning, I don't get excited for work anymore. Yeah. It's just the mm. same thing. I felt like a robot. I mean, no offense to whoever is still in there, you know. Mm. I still, I still adore whoever um, all my colleagues I love what they do it's just that personally I felt like I I was craving for something more yeah Yeah. like more than this I think exactly kind of how you felt like I don't see myself here forever Mm -hmm. so why do I want to stay in my comfort zone when I can step out of it and see what what else is there for me so that's what happened and I ended up opening up my opening up my studio and you know doing a lot of other things now I have my own podcast as well Mm -hmm. so you know, I didn't regret the decision to not be in radio. Mm. It is I served my purpose yeah. f- for seven years. Maggie, yeah. it just surprised me that it took you seven years. 
Because well, I was one year in there, I was like, this is not up to two thousand. No, I, like, I, I was think it's such a thing as yeah. a contract. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, think, uh, I was like, wow. <laughs> you cannot just leave anytime. I got a contract, huh? <laughs> I think. Legal I think. Obligations. I think it applies to any job, not just radio. Yeah, sure, exactly. sure, sure, sure. Like, sure. like. Uh, I mean, like, okay, I, yeah. I mean, my mom didn't see a future in radio mm. and obviously mm. she influenced me. Mm. But for me, it's more of like uh, when you go into radio, right? I mean, uh, I won't lie. The, what they paid, what I thought they paid me in the beginning was great, which was like a thousand eight, two thousand bucks, which I'm like, whoa, that's mm. pr- pretty okay. But after a while, you'd be like, shit, that's bullshit, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, when you grow older, your wants are different and you need to basically grow. For mm. sure. As an individual, like, hey, I want to buy a car and shit, I can't get a loan to buy a house. And then when you go back to your boss and then you, you, you know, and you tell your boss about it and then they'd be like, oh, I can only give you this much. And still, it, it doesn't help you. Then it starts, then that's where you question yourself, you know? Um, you know, do I, uh, do I just like stay comfortable here or do mm. I go out and do other things? And that's why, like, you know, most radio mm. DJs will go out and get MC jobs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hosting and stuff like that. And I'm not saying just radio DJs, okay? Everyone, anyone. Everyone. Like, you know, okay, like... Um, I would say graphic designers, they will work for an agency, but mm. at the same time, do some side hustle to get more money and yeah. stuff like that. It's like that. Um, but, you know, it comes to a point where, I mean, f- f- again, la, <laughs> no disrespect to radio. La, radio is just there talking. We keep saying that, but actually, nah, my offense already burned. It's <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> like you're saying, like, oh, we adore them. La, yeah. Yeah. We still love them. Oh, we're a good relationship. La, but You know, when you uh, go, wait, okay, look, Ryan's, a, okay, when Ryan, okay, Ryan's a, like, like for example, Ryan. no, 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 Ryan, this is Ryan. so Ryan's a director. You progress yeah. as a director. You, yeah. you you direct bigger things. It always grows, 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 yes. grows. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, you're an accountant. Okay, first you you do check and balance. Then yeah. after that, you go auditing. Then after yeah. that, you go to like up, 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 up corporate ladder. There's, there's a, always there's a ladder. A but not with radio though. No. I think the, the, yeah. the, the next step is morning show. Yeah. It's but like after, after that, that where, where do you go? There's, yeah. there's nothing, exactly. there's nothing. Right. Radio is like you talk cock, you talk more cock, you talk even more cock, and then you talk a lot of cock, and you talk the most cock ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? No, wait. No, serious. It, it was the talk cock that I couldn't deal with anymore. <laughs> Honestly, every day but, I wake up, I talk about Justin Bieber, I talk about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Wala, I go crazy, right. man. And, and, and it's a battle to see who can talk the most. Cock. The most cock. So, so, okay, so there are different segments on radio, right? So you have the morning segment. Okay, let me explain. All right, so the other segments, they give you 30 seconds to talk. Mm. So they give you 30 Just, seconds to talk cock. Yeah. So morning show, they give you more time to talk cock. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, essentially it is what that is. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, don't get me wrong, there are some uh, radio announcers out there who are pretty entertaining yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, but you know, it just it just boils down to every individual. Uh, I mean, when someone doesn't see themselves growing in a company anymore, right? Mm-hmm. They always want to break out and say, hey, uh, mm. I, it's, I think it's normal I'm not sure if you felt this way but yeah. you, you're probably like you know what I think I can okay no, it's not about money but I'm going to talk about money anyway I think <laughs> I can earn a bit more money if I go outside and do it on my own has, has that ever crossed your mind was that like part of the part of the sort of like deciding factor for you to leave, leave radio for sure but at the same time I knew I you know it was a comfortable paycheck monthly uh, I don't yeah, have yeah, to worry yeah, about yeah. if I mean come on this Stability industry is la. very Stability. volatile yeah. um, some seasons you have no job like this COVID-19 really yeah. a lot of events are being posted so let's yeah. be honest mm-hmm. so I was kind of contemplating about that as well. So for the longest time, I was like, oh my gosh, I money is a big deal. I, I don't stay with my parents. I need to yeah. pay rent. Mm. There are a lot of bills I have to pay. Mm. So which was why I stayed on for a little longer. I renewed a contract and I'm like, okay, this one, do I want to stay? And if I choose to leave or we, if I were to leave, how am I supposed to sustain without mm. a steady income? So yeah. money was definitely a factor. Oh God, I, I will not lie. I totally identify with you because one of the biggest reasons why I left radio mm-hmm. was because of the money. Honestly, yeah. and I did. I don't want to sound like a like a douchebag or a jerk, uh, right? You don't have to. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> but the truth is, because money is also a big issue yeah. in my life. Yeah. Like I need to pay bills, right? <clears throat> I need to be realistic as well. Like yeah. I need to move on with life, and I need to get my life going. So one of the, one of the things that really made me quit radio was money. The fact that you know it's okay, guys. So for those of you who think like radio is Gets like the glam lot. life, you can <laughs> you can you can take it from two of them, right? These two have done it for seven years, so they can tell you it's not like all glamorous. You know, you're driving BMWs and Merce, Ferraris. No, okay. Mm. Especially if you're part time, you you're doing real, dude. If you're doing part time, it's worse. So f- having already not seen a future at Fly, and I had a really like a talk with you know one of the music directors. I said, hey, you know, I don't. Number one, I don't see a future. Number two, I said, pay. I'm sorry to say this. It's just 
it's not good. Not it's really not good. It's really, good. It's, really it's really crap the pay. So that's yeah. why I, and, say I and, cannot and go on. You know what's the most sickening part when you talk about pay? Like then they'll come back and say, but, but you have no experience. Thank you. No wait. Oh, oh I gotta stand up for Brandon this. Brandon is standing up, guys. I tell you, I, I, I wake up already, bro. I wake up. Because what really? So like, you what? A super science, man. What? What? No, it didn't sicken me. But what? What? I the response? Yeah, the frustrating response that I got was, but you know, I say. I mean, the question was, am I passionate about it? Yes, I am passionate about it. This is what I started my career all about, you know, hosting and everything. I am passionate about it. But at the same time, like, and the person was trying to reason with me that if you're passionate about it, yeah, number one, the money will come later. Number two, because you're passionate about it, you should stick through it. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't live in a land where there's unicorns and, you know, and, 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 peop- and, and, and unicorns poop rainbows. Because you tell me I'm passionate about it, sure I am. But at some point, there must be a line drawn where I need to be realistic and tell that if this is not going to support me, this is not going to let me go mm. on in life and pay my bills, I have to move on. Passion. I have to give myself a cut off line. Amen. And this, and this person was just justifying, no, 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 this is passion. When I started off, I got paid peanuts, you know, and things like that. I said, I'm so sorry, all due respect, you know, but your situation is so <laughs> different so, from my so situation. Right. Your background is different from my background. You know, you earning that much at that level, it's fine, mm. but I got a family to support as well, yeah, you see. Yeah. So I cannot stay yeah. with that pay uh, for the foreseeable future. And, and when I ask about the future, you have no answer for me. Yeah. So passion. how can I stay getting paid mm. peanuts at the same time talking about passion where I know I need to be realistic yeah, yeah. it's not about it's not about question about whether passionate whether you're oh that means if you drop out means it shows you're not passionate that no. is complete bullshit it applies to every industry yeah. Yeah. not that's just radio yeah. sit down again sit down again especially Sorry. in creative yes. industry because yeah. we always use passion yes. as like an excuse exposure but exposure I give you exposure yeah, excuse me exposure does not pay my damn bills exactly. alright exposure gonna put food in my mouth yeah. uh, no yeah. So, yeah, this it is gets a very common yeah. problem, I'm not gonna lie. So, Ryan, you're sure. getting paid okay, huh? Uh, okay, I'm very happy. After you cross the seven year mark, you see somewhere else or so. Oh, shit. And now it's back to me now, is it? <laughs> hey, you, you two years, right? You two years, two years right? Two years, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. You but, two years or so, right? But for me, it was a little bit different, though. I mean, like, initially, the pay was not bad, not good at all. And then, um, because, but I didn't mind because it was my own side hustles that kind of made up for it. Mm. Right. And then the company did not take any percentage off my side hustles, which is great. Yeah. But um, then after that, I came to a point where I was given the morning crew slot. And uh, uh, the morning crew slot is sort of like, uh, more of like the CEO of radio, right? You know, like mm. the directors of radio or whatever, not you get paid a lot. Within the pool of talents. Yeah, yeah. within the pool yeah. of talents. I wouldn't lie. I won't lie. They did give me quite a bit of money. And for me, it was like, oh, wow, it's <laughs> a lot of money. Mm. But, you know, um, what's the point? Okay, so there's a, there's a lot of people who always say this and people th- say that, ah, these people are lying, la, it's all cliche. It's like, no matter how much money you get from this one organization or company, if you're not happy, right, you don't even, there, there, will, be a, there will come a point, right, where you don't even care about the damn money anymore. Yeah. Mm. Because it's very depressing. Yeah. Very, yeah. very depressing for your bosses or your superiors to come to you, but you're getting paid so much. How like, are you not happy? Very taxing on your soul. Not yeah. that I was getting paid as much as a morning crew, la, but that was one of the reasons why I, I held back. Oh, man, I'm getting this okay paycheck. Steady, steady can, income. Everyone can mm. cover most of my stuff. Yeah. If I leave, I won't have this anymore. Yeah, so yeah. it was a battle between, you know, money yeah. and, you know, just stepping out of your comfort zone. There's always, always that leap of faith. Like, sure. you, it's, it's obviously, you know, they say high risk, high reward. Like, it's always yeah. a risk when you do something like that. Yeah, mm. definitely in everything we do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. That's, uh, I can't believe we're talking about all wow. this. But it's so mature. Uh, you say you haven't regretted since then, right? No, I haven't. Hashtag, I, I love it. no regrets. No, ra- no regrets. No regrets, guys. Yeah. No regrets, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the way we say it is cool because be young right like, no regrets no the way she's like no regrets <laughs> that is <laughs> overcompensating <laughs> he's trying to join us right. like no regrets no regrets no <laughs> oh, like, 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 you know the, your dad your dad when he overhear you and your friends talking he like to, hey yeah. boy no regrets yeah, he wants to join in the cool guy <laughs> I think like what, what we're discussing here today, it's more of like, you know, I know there are a lot of people out there who are probably struggling at their work, not necessarily radio DJs, mm. but people who yeah. work in the office who probably ask themselves, hey, should I leave my job? Yeah. And, and, and the thing is like, but I'm getting a steady paycheck, you know, uh, whether whether it's high or, or whatever or not, right? You know, it's comfortable uh, in where you are right now. But the thing is, I want more, but I don't dare because, you know, okay, what if I don't, cannot get a job? What mm. if I cannot this? You know, yeah, coronavirus, yeah. coronavirus, you know what I mean? <laughs> and whatever factors that people will tell you, your parents will come and tell you like oh why are you leaving such a steady income job and oh, blah, yeah, blah blah I blah, got blah, that. blah I got that for sure and, yeah. and stuff like that so you know um like 
what basically you know you are hearing it firsthand from people over here who basically made the leap from you know industries that people seem to think are luxurious mm-hmm. yep. and they're coming out to do your own like for example Maggie you, you came out to do you started your own gym yeah my studio and fitness studio your studio your fitness studio together with your boyfriend Joseph mm-hmm. alright so both of you are basically running this studio yeah and both of you are just running this uh, and not, I, I mean like are you guys doing any other side hustles is Joseph doing a full time job he's not right uh, he's a full time trainer actually he okay. trains athletes and all that stuff and he's also got some side hustle from like his, he also has his own show now and yeah, then yeah. other so- side stuff mm. so we are all freelancing and taking one thing at a time Entre- it's entrepreneurial yeah, yeah, it yeah. is actually entrepreneurial yeah. yeah but at the same time most of our time needs to be focused on the business because yeah. somebody has to run it right mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't run on its own yeah. you don't just get a space and okay done no that's where the work starts yeah. so that's been happening and I've got my own show now so it's 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 just juggling everything like how all of us are on this mm-hmm. table. Mm-hmm. But your studio, if I'm not mistaken, you guys didn't start up with a space initially, right? No, you guys no. started so just doing ad hoc classes and We stuff started like that. with Move With Maggie, which yeah. was basically this supposed to be a hashtag f- for my fitness mm. journey because I used to be very chubby. Mm. And then I lost a bit of weight. I became healthier. And you that lost was, a lot of weight. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Thank you. I mean, that was, <laughs> you know, I was never really chasing for it, but it happened because I adopted a new lifestyle. Yeah. I became healthier and the weight loss just happened naturally. Mm-hmm. So, started from that movement we started doing community classes and during community classes we always get people like oh Maggie can we can we get more do you have classes or, oh no we don't have classes but this mm-hmm. is just a one time thing so that kind of got us asking ourselves okay maybe we can do something out of this mm-hmm. so it was basically prompted by people and yeah. I'm very very thankful for the support that I've been getting because without these people uh, motion Lab wouldn't have happened. So Move with Maggie basically started out like kind of like a community thing. Community. Like, you know, it's you just, just a community. Yeah, like I wanted to give back because I felt lonely in my journey mm-hmm, towards, mm-hmm. you know, um, to get to where I am today. I was very lonely. I felt like I was worthless. I was ugly. I was fat, you know. I felt that way. So mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to create this community and, you know, bring this women or men yeah. coming to this place and, hey, we can do this together because working out... Not everyone knows how to one, and yeah. some people go to gym. They feel insecure. Oh, people's watching me. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, That's yeah. why I wanted to just start this and see where it goes and and. It ended up having my own studio, so like, that's it's amazing. It's like creating like a safe space for these. Yes, people. exactly. But why did you feel that way though? Why did you at one point in time felt that you were ugly, felt you were worthless, and stuff like that? I mean, like I, I, I mean, sorry, I stalk, but like, you know, sometimes. No, it's fine. I, I, I do see you going through some struggles and stuff. And yeah, once in sure. a while, I'll be like, "Hey, are you okay?" Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we all go through it, right? Yeah. I just sometimes choose to be a bit a bit more open with some of my struggles yeah. on my social media. Yeah. Because that's just how I always have been. I, I, I kind of found this um, voice for myself that I want to be that voice for people uh, to be the voice I never had because mm, mm. I remember feeling lonely in all the struggles that I had that's why I sometimes try to open up a little bit more not everything like dirty laundry and all that on yeah, social media yeah, yeah. but yeah. stuff that I choose to share and um, when it comes to what feeling ugly and all that I think it comes from just insecurity and lack of self-love it's it's very cliche but it's so true not like the go facial kind of self-love but mm, really mm. deep down inside i just couldn't find that uh, that love for myself i didn't want to do anything for myself i was just complaining complaining wasn't doing anything so that was where it came from do you does, think the th- sorry i'm sorry you want to say no, something? Sorry. does joe ever feel that way i mean judging by his post instagram post uh, i feel like he has a lot of self-love oh uh, yeah yeah but <laughs> You know, it's funny because it was when I met Joseph that I felt like he gave yeah. me the confidence I never had. Right. Mm-hmm. So that one you have to ask him. Uh. He, he, he can look in the mirror and he says, oh, yo, I'm very handsome today. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I kind of... I, no, yeah. mm. I met Joseph at uh, Ruben's wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, because I follow, I follow them on Instagram, so yeah. I know his nickname is Sex God. Yeah. Yeah. And then he introduced himself as Sex God to me. Yeah. And then he was like, he opened up his, uh, his jacket shirt <laughs> and inside... You yes. know how he put the label sometimes the put tuxedo. your name right, the tuxedo right yeah. he put his label there sex god oh my god <laughs> I remember god. The, uncle, the uncle who did the suit he's like what meaning ah boy <laughs> what <laughs> meaning ah boy sex like, god huh the, you got ah <laughs> the confidence I was like wow but oh my of course god. he has his days where he doesn't feel so good this is yeah, just yeah, a right, facade right, right. it's a, it's a, I guess persona he has online yeah. but mm-hmm. he, when you know it's just both of us there is a part of him that can yeah, be yeah. vulnerable and as yes, well just just like anyone else yeah. right so, yeah. but I just love the positive vibes yes it helps me like, too Ooh. like I mm-hmm. see him like this I'm like yeah you know I, I like that mm-hmm. it, it drives me to be a 
uh, more open to yeah. be not take myself so seriously <laughs> as well because I used to be very uptight. Yeah. Yeah, but after getting together with him, my joke also became very dark <laughs> and lame sometimes. <laughs> so, by yeah. virtue of being partners with the sex god, are you the sex goddess then? I asked him this. <laughs> I asked him this. Hey, and baby, then? so you are sex god and my sex goddess? Mm, I'm not think so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 okay, so for those, for those of you listening, Joseph, uh, aka uh, who calls himself the sex god, is actually uh, Joseph Lee, Jabrosef on Instagram. It's actually yeah. Maggie's uh, boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and of, of course, you know, he's really funny. He calls himself the sex god yeah. and uh, he does a lot of funny antics on, on online. But the thing is, I, I kind of caught up with one of his episodes one day online mm. and he actually explained why he called himself the sex god. Yes, he has his story. Yeah, so mm. the, and I found it very humbling to actually. He's like, the reason why he called himself the sex god is not because he was so confident or he wanted to basically put up a front to basically impress people. He called himself the sex god because he needed to put up a face mm. to hide his insecurities. Right. Oh. And, you know, a lot of people tend to hide their insecurities by being somebody else who they are not. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, like. Joker, he had a lot of inso- insecurities, yeah, right? He became true. a villain. The villain hide his insecurities yep. because the villain had a lot more respect at the point of time when you know, there were riots and everybody was worshipping him. They worshipped him as the villain. So he's like, okay, I'll put up this mask. So he, ex- uh, Joseph actually explained, you know, the reason why I make fun and and uh, I use humor to basically be an icebreaker to mask my insecurities. That he's actually really shy. Yeah. He can be very shy. He's shy. He's socially awkward. He doesn't yes. know how to break the ice. So the only way to basically break the ice of people was to make fun of himself. And he said that he was totally fine with making fun of himself because it, it, it made him a lot easier to approach. Mm. Yeah, and and when I and I heard that I was like, oh wow, that's this is coming from a guy who is six foot two or six foot three <laughs> two, with two. eight packs as hell with He's eight packs. Right. Okay. Actually, All I'm right. not sure about the packs anymore, but <laughs> I mean, maybe we, six, we, maybe six. I mean, like we we <laughs> we should trust Maggie because we know what goes behind those doors. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For some, for, I mean, for me, if I look but at Joseph, yes. he's like he's fit. All right, yeah. he is like chiseled. Idola, chin. idola. Yeah, idola. I'm like, you know, look at me. I've got no packs, okay, <laughs> backless. And 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 for him to say that, you know, I have insecurities, it just goes to show that no matter how perfect every how or no matter how perfect you think anyone is, there is always for a that story matter, behind it. Yeah, that mm. person will not think the same way as what you think. Correct. So that's 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 how it is. Yeah. So big house for Joseph for that. Jabrosip. And Maggie, and Maggie as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunny, he's not together. here, but we talk about him. Yeah, huh? I know. That's how much of an impact the sex god it has. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be quite funny. Yeah. yeah. But like, um, you know, I was going through some of your episodes and stuff. Mm. Uh, I mean, you have a podcast. Maggie has a podcast called Head Over Heels. Yes. So go check it out. And then this show basically talks more about women empowerment. Um, yeah. It, well, if it empowers women, sure. But I guess, like I said, it's. It, I, I started it as... To be the voice I never had. Mm. That was it. That was it. It's as simple as that. I don't want to say I'm going to try and inspire people, empower people. I feel like that's just too much burden to have on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. But if that episode or particular episode made people feel that way, you know, I'm thankful. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to let it be whatever it is set out to be. I don't know. But just sharing my heart. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And you were sharing. Okay. I don't don't mean to call 12 into this, but I found it really, really interesting that you were talking about how your mom basically struggled as a single parent. Yes, for sure. And at one one point in time, you were young and you didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. So when you grew up, and you understood what was going on, you know, what, what was as a response, as, uh, you know, being a child, what was your main responsibility at that point in time to make sure that everything was right? As a child, when I'm, I was a yeah. kid, well, I just never knew the full story. I never understood why my dad was just never around. So, so backstory, my parents divorced yep. uh, since I was really young, like two or three, I don't remember anymore. But I remember there was this point of my life when my mom and dad seated me in front of them mm-hmm. and asked me who I want to pick. Oh, wow. Honestly, to do that to a freaking two right. or three-year-old kid, that's brutal. Oh, wait, you were two and two? Yes, I was, oh uh, I, I was not even in kindergarten yet. I remember so clearly How because... How you going to make that decision? Because I remember feeling... It's a feeling that I guess I'll never ever forget. Okay. Yeah. I was like, huh? What, mommy? Why must choose both? How to choose? I love both of you. I don't know how to choose. Mm-hmm. It was hard. But I guess at the time I was in my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. So it made sense that I felt closer. Uh, my mom's mom yep. felt closer to my mother at mm-hmm. that point. Because my dad was, I guess, I don't remember much, but I remember having to choose between both. And I chose my mom and I never saw my dad for since then for 10 years later. 
until wow. 10 years later. Oh, wow. So for the 10 years, I beat myself up for not choosing my dad. Oh, right. I was like, oh my God, I, I, I chased that away. That's why he never came back. Mm-hmm. But obviously, then, that's when I found out uh, they were divorced. Because I think mm. as an adult right now, maybe what they had in mind was, you know what? Let, the, let our daughter choose who she wants to go with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If she chooses you, fine, then I'll leave. Or if she chooses me, then I'll take the daughter. I think that was what happened. Mm-hmm. But I, I never really ask. My mom is not the kind that's very open. Yeah. Typical Asian parent, right? Were you the only child back uh, then? I have a younger yeah, sister. Yeah, you have a younger sister, Steph. Yes, so basically who I chose also meant that my sister will follow. follow. Oh. So I had so much burden. So you, like you're choosing not just for you, but no, for your younger sister No, my life well. was going to change. And, and anyways, that was something that I guess it's a bit of a trauma for me yeah. mm-hmm. to have to pick that's why sometimes now I have to make decisions also I have to be like <laughs> I'm a bit oh, indecisive Ooh, one mm, okay. I, it, it impacts yeah, you yeah. this sort of trauma as a child impacts you as you grow up yeah because so, it affected like your yeah, whole life literally it did and for the 10 years I mean, obviously I'll much later after the 10 years I realised oh shit you divorced and you didn't tell me what I mm-hmm. should have just told me from the start that mommy right. daddy not together anymore don't ask me juice like that like what the hell right I think it's a bit un- I mean <sighs> I, I, again I don't mean to be like I don't mean to dwell in and say but I think it's a bit unfair because I have a daughter who's about two years mm. old right now and they're at the stage where they are growing yes. discovering new things how old is she by the way she's 18 months mm. uh, that's eight- about almost two years yeah almost one and a half. she's one and, uh, a half. one and a half so you know at this age uh, almost the two right today it's always about happiness they're always yes. discovering happiness the only yes. time they cry is when they're hungry yeah. mm-hmm. yes. or you know when you smack them when they don't shut up I'm kidding I don't do that I don't do that too. <laughs> uh, you know, to to basically suddenly say that oh, choose who do you choose mm. that is a bit traumatic. I would say I cannot. Ma- you know why I say it's traumatic? Because the other day, right, I was just bluffing. You know, um, what happened was uh, my daughter accidentally hit my face. Mm. Accidentally, lah. Okay, it's not even hard. Then I was like, oh my god, you hit daddy's face, and then I rolled down on the floor, lah, just to oh, pretend, no. lah. I dramatized it, lah. <laughs> then after that, I regretted doing it because when I saw her face, her face. Her yes. face was traumatic. It's like, what have I done? And she started oh, crying. Yes. St- she couldn't stop crying. And it, it was the look like, I'm, I just murdered someone. I'm like, oh crap, what did I do? Yeah. Oh then God, after that, Michelle came in. What do you do? Nothing, nothing. She fell down. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. Michelle, now you know. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, but kids are very innocent, especially yeah, at such yeah. an infant age. It's, yeah, it's crazy. So they just parenting. absorb everything. Sorry, it Michelle, is. if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nanti you kena. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure Michelle makes her cry as well. I'm she doesn't. Sure. She doesn't. She doesn't admit why she makes her cry. That's the thing, right? How do you become a parent? I don't think there's a guideline to it. There's no the right or wrong. You, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe my parents just didn't know any better. They were young themselves. Yeah. My mom had me when she was 23. So that time so it, it was twenty-five, maybe twenty-five, twenty-four. Oh my god, that's my age. Yeah, can so can you imagine I, making I, a life-changing decision? Yeah, that's 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 yeah. actually really yeah. hard. Yeah, and I I try to yeah. to put myself in their shoes now that I'm an adult. Yeah, you know it it is what it is. I didn't turn out to be too bad, so thank goodness, amen. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no joke, no joke. Thank you God here. for coming no into my life. Here. No joker. <laughs> but yeah, so um, what was your question? I forgot. Uh, I, I forgot to oh, You covered like, all bases Yeah, yeah you covered yeah, all yeah. bases I don't like, think yeah. there's a I have an answer for that But I can yeah. tell you What actually happened Right So yeah that I, is. Actually what would you wish Could have happened differently I mean okay Let's say mm. the divorce Is gonna happen definitely But instead of making you choose What would you Would you wish Could have happened differently They told me Because you see now Even until an, uh, Even though now I'm uh, almost 30 years old uh, mm-hmm. I still remember That very moment Yeah So wow. if they chose To be honest with me I think eventually I'll be able to process rather than feeling this guilt for like what a decade of yeah. my life. At like, least some sort of like simple explanation of, of Yes. I think Lizanne did share it in her story um, mm. as well in the, our podcast that she told her daughter what actually happened, why yeah. they're no longer together. Even though she's a kid, they have their own way to understand things. Yeah. And mm, I believe right. if my parents did that, I will eventually find my own way to process it mm. with the information that was given to me rather than you know yeah you start with like some building blocks uh, for and sure as, as yeah. you learn new things then you can like you can sculpt this like, yes. oh yeah this is what yeah, happened like for example if they really be uh, they were honest with me then now uh, yeah I remember them telling me they were no longer together now I know what that really means yeah rather than choose between us both so for right. someone like your sister right because Steph didn't have a, an option to choose even mm. right because she obviously just followed whatever she's yes. too young to understand yes. so does she also like sort of carry a blame in her like oh I didn't even have a chance at least you yes. got to choose I didn't even get a chance to choose I just had to follow whoever and then this might not be who I wanted to be with or you yeah. know I had no options 
She must be carrying some Definitely. form of blame. And honestly, my family family dynamics, it's so messy because of, I guess, the root of us, the, my parents' decision. Right. Yeah. And that trickled down to my relationship with my sister. She, I think we, we weren't very close for a long mm. time because of all these little things. Like, yep. I don't want to be here. Yep. Why? You, you choose on what? I'm like, what? Yep. I had no choice. Yeah. As a bigger sister, yeah. I was give I was put on the spot. So yeah, and then it, and it as a did affect. Sister, it's not as if you're like that big, like, it's like Correct. two or three years old. Uh. And I was oh. as and I remember uh growing up with a single mom and my mom had to work we were in Ipoh then, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh she had to work overseas. Um, not really overseas, lah. JB Singapore lah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. to get more opportunities because yeah. you know there's just not much in Ipoh back mm-hmm. in the days, even now compared to the big cities like KL and JB or Singapore. Mm-hmm. So she went there and I remember very well that as a bigger sister, I I felt the need to protect my sister. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I was about six to seven years old. My sister is about three years younger. So my math is bad. Four years old. Huh? <laughs> 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 I have to use my finger to count. Um, um, it was in the middle of the night. My mom just took the bus to JB. And uh, she's like, Mom, uh, Dad, I miss mommy. I miss mommy. And I miss her too. But for some reason, as a seven-year-old, I know how to contain my emotion. Mm-hmm. And okay, come. Did I bring you? Oh, I went to the phone back in the days is the, the dial, telephone, yeah, the dial yeah, phone. Dial uh, call mommy. And I, I basically did this. Mom, Mimi miss you. Can you talk to her? Oh, wow. My sister cry, cry, cry. I wanted to cry, but for, for some reason, I just... Like you had to be the... the I had, had to be, be the, the bigger la. sister. I was just like, okay, Mimi, you okay now? Okay, thanks, mom. Bye. I didn't <laughs> even tell her I miss her, even though I miss her so much too. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, come wow. on, I was only seven years old, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was how I grew up. Mm. Yeah, and it, it, the dynamics of um, I, in some ways, as I grew older, I became a bit more bossy towards my sister. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do this. Why are you like this? So to her, I was being a bit annoying, and our relationship yeah. kind of um, got affected for a bit. We didn't talk for a year. I also mentioned in my podcast, mm. um, and we recently reconnected. And mm. in we are both in a, I, I wouldn't say better place, but definitely better than where we were before. Mm-hmm. And we are able to communicate and tell us why actually this happened why I was like this. Right. And we had to figure it out ourselves because we didn't have our parents to Dude, teach yeah, us the yeah. ways. They were never around. Mm. But, so, some, but yeah. sometimes, you know, you can't, ex- I mean, again, all of us look up to our parents. We all respect our parents. Yes, but I still you, do. You must, you must remember that our parents were all 24 once. They were exactly. all first-time parents yeah. once. Yeah. At one point in time, they didn't understand what the heck was going on. Yeah. Until today, like I'm a first-time parent. That's like yeah. the baby warming. I'm like, my God, what's going on? <laughs> uh, you know, we I don't know. And we don't know how... To, you know, I, I, I had this argument with Michelle on on how to discipline a child. Not argument, lah, basically like Banter? discussion. Yeah. yeah. So how? how Do we, do we yeah. basically like smack her? Like not slap her, but like... I know. I was like, no, don't touch her. <laughs> yeah, but my mom used to do it. Yeah, your mom does it. So you my don't. You don't. Wait. No, we don't. I for me is I prefer not to. We just like mm. we, we try soft, to soft, 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 pop, 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 pop. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I realized that okay. So this it was, it was, this one was what we did like. I think it, it comes a point in time where children will start screaming uncon- uncontrollably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go on the plane. Oh my god, plane! Ah! <laughs> no, not not that case. Who did it? But you know, um, she started screaming uncontrollably. Doctor says. It's because they don't know how to express their emotions. Mm. They don't know how to. There's like there's no control yet. They don't know how to control yet. So right now they're like, oh okay, I scream first, you know. And then yeah. after when they grow older, they understand that oh my god, screaming is deafening to myself. So they'll start lowering down. Mm. So Michelle was like, okay, do we uh, do we teach her like you know by smacking her hand and say don't don't I was like no don't do that. So the thing is when you smack her, she will start crying more, right? Yeah. So what, what, what I did was I found, this is so stupid and this basically is the answer to why our parents tell so much lies these days to us. <laughs> I said that Kazel, if you don't if you're gonna cry, I'm not gonna give you your snacks. I'm not gonna let you play in the bathtub. I'm gonna bring you to the police station and let them arrest you and put you in the lockup for two nights. She stopped screaming immediately. No. And I'm like how the hell does a two-year-old understand that? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, what the Did heck? you say yeah. it in this tone? Yeah. Or like- yeah, I said it in a very serious tone. She looked at me in the eye and I said, I took her snacks, you know, in front of her. This one, no, and I put it in my pocket. All her toys, I put it in my pocket, you know. And I told her, I'm going to put you in the pantry, you know. I right, pantry, pull up. I mean, the playpen. Yeah, I'm going to lock the playpen. <laughs> And you're gonna be there, and she just she just stared at me for a while, and she stopped screaming. And then that's what we do now every time she screams. Instead of wow. physical, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, 
It works. Yeah. Have you tried with the same tone but say, I'll bring you to Disneyland. I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to try experiment. It's Maybe it's your tone <gasps> oh, or your man. expression. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just guessing. I think, right. I, think I, know what, I think I know what Jin did as well. Besides, uh, he probably just lifted up his bangs. <laughs> wow, Brandon. <laughs> oh my god, so <laughs> oh, it's mama sessions lah. We can sure. We chit chat. No, we but, but there's some truth to it. So like one of my students. What? I mean truth to what? The no, forehead? No, not the forehead lah. <laughs> right, right, right. like, Parent, parenting up. is not easy. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my students is about uh, seven Your years student? old. Your yeah, 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 he's a, so he's a, he's a ice skating coach. coach. Yes, yeah. he is. Oh. He's about seven years old. And he adores my brother. He looks up to my younger brother. Mm. Yes. But my younger brother is not in, in the country, like he's training in Canada. So every time he comes to me and asks, Where's your brother? Where's Julian? I wanna see I wanna yeah. see Coach Julian. And then I'll be like, he, Julian's a naughty boy. So I lock him in the closet, I don't let him out. Then it's like, why? Then he he went on for a bit. And then next time, every time he was naughty, I was like, You careful, huh? I'm preparing one more closet for you. Uh. Wow. Straight away he stops what he's doing. I was like, okay, That's coach. Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. man. For me, I, I mean when I was growing up, uh, my mom applied the, the principle of you spare the rod, you spoil the child. She took it to heart. <laughs> so she did not spare the rod and hence I didn't come out spoiled. Oh, yeah, so okay. I got I, I got, I got a, whack. La. I got I is an understatement. Hey, hey man, I my got man. my ass. My grandmother yeah. whacked me. My I mother was my, not around, uh, but my, my grandmother whacked me with her hand, her leave the her fingers, the yeah. mark and I hand yeah. only. Okay. <laughs> I got my hand ass only. Me. Serious. The thing what what I want to know is like we are Three boys. Oh. Three boys. Yeah, yeah, you if can, the rotan no come out, the house gonna burn down. <laughs> <laughs> Three oh. boys, you know. So all of us got our ass whooped. Like, like one, Did one you, you guys turn out okay? Yeah. So as a fine, if you were to be fine. a parent one day, would you? I Would you still um, use the rotan? That's I, I, a tough I, thing. Would you? I can't. You're a I girl. You got how. a girl. I don't know how. I will use it to a certain extent. Usually the dad is a softy. My theory is that you have to be able to justify Correct. If you just whack for no reason, then you're gonna something wrong is gonna happen. But whack how hard also like How hard also is uh, another thing. Don't whack how long also another thing. I I can a lot of variation of punishment, man. Lock outside the house also I can nine. Oh yes. Like I, I I got that too. Lot really? Just Yo, push me outside, lock well, the door. I'm kind of like. glad now my parents were never around. I never got all this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really never did. Honestly, lots of macha macha punishment also got. Like. My mom, right? Like you know, I I hit so many rotans in my life. My sister and I. And uh, I think in a way, that's why we we're very, very close. Like, because it's always like me and her, you know, we have to like stand up for each other. Mm. And, and we would get, you know, whooped. The, w- yeah, the word is yeah. whooped. We would Whoop. run out of the house. We would run out yeah, of the house. Yeah. And my mom would warn us like, you know, you don't want to make back. me go yeah. mad. You don't want to make me go crazy because you know what will happen. And we know what will happen. And we got like all these lines in our legs. Like really next day in school, right? Yeah. yeah. You see all the rotan yeah. marks on everywhere. Oh my yeah. God. And then, and then your mom, your mom would tell you, like, ah, ah, you, you want to go to school next day with all these marks? Yes, so your really. friends will ask you questions. Correct. So you embarrassed right so shut up and sit down so, I think I think one key thing also was because I went to a Chinese school yeah. so this rotan was very consistent in my life oh it's a common thing discipline right? teacher yeah. this, and not what discipline teacher every teacher got an huh? arsenal of rotan yeah. why yeah. this just how Chinese school work mm. uh, back then. serious yeah. Yeah. but it was not so common like school. it was like like you understood like, as a kid like if I mess up if I fuck up or do something wrong I'm gonna kena like. so that is how I see rotan you know like mm. if they will rotan me because because I did something wrong. Would you say you are traumatized now? No, no, no? not okay. at all. Because every yeah. time I gonna rotan, I knew exactly why I got it. Ah, okay. uh, there was so a the justification. Is important. Yes, yeah. the reasoning is so important because I was not rotan for no reason. Right. Every time I gonna, I knew exactly what I did wrong, uh, Even though I didn't like gonna rotan, la, I was but crying. You know. shit, la, you but see, we are I know, all, like, we oh, all shit, were brought up I by Asian up. parents. I'm yeah. pretty sure the the non-Asian people got something else to say about the whacking. Yeah, right? I'll tell you a really funny story, right? Same thing when I was seven years old as well. It's amazing how much a seven-year-old understands things. Like you yeah. say, Kaiser at such a young age, she can understand things so fast, you know, and yeah. sort of absorb. So at seven years old, yes, I do expect us to understand certain things. At seven years old, what I did uh, when I was growing up, I lost my color pencils. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, you laugh. You think it's, it's funny. funny. It's, 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 you think it's funny. It it's was a very right. good thing, man. Stedler, Stedler. Oh my God. Yo, was it like the full set color? Yes, oh my God. I feel the pain, bro. The gradient one, huh? Yes. A lot of colors. The 48 color pencil. Yes, yes, one. Yes, the yes. one you can book up, book up. Oh. Dude, it was the gem, man. That was time. like driving a Ferrari to school. Exactly. <laughs> when you go, everyone, you know what? You open, people open, you open, oh. you know, 
table, you know. <laughs> Fills the whole table, you know. But anyway, so yeah, so I, 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 my mom got that for my sister and I, right? Yeah. And what happened was that uh, I brought it to school. The next day when I came back, uh, I realized it wasn't in my bag. It wasn't in my school bag. And my mom does oh. this where she checks my school bag every single time I come back from school just to check for homework and make sure we do our, uh, yeah. do our work. Lah. So she came back, she's like, hey, where's the color pencil? I freaked out. I was like, huh? What color pencil? Then I started making up story like someone stole it and all because I just couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> and she had to send my sister to somewhere like I think Coco or tuition or whatever. And then she said that, uh, and then she started scolding me already and I knew what was coming because you know, you spared a rod, you spared a child. I knew what was coming. So before she left the house to fetch my sister because she needed to go somewhere, she said like, you wait, you wait for me to come oh. back. And I cried. No, that's not even the worst part. Like I cried so bad. I remember I was like almost begging her. I was like, please, please, please. And I was sitting at the main door, you know, at the main door there. Yeah. Before they go out the porch there, right? I was sitting at the main door. I was crying. I was crying so bad. I was on, like on the floor. And then I was so scared, right? I was, I was so scared. I went to the kitchen and took a knife. Huh? I'm not kidding. This is a, this is a crazy story. I know I've and never then? shared this. Uh, I took a knife because I wanted to like that's it. I wanted to end it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I can laugh now because he's sitting here, so I know the story <laughs> ended well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon, Brandon, I took Brandon. a knife, dude. I took a knife from the kitchen and I went back to the door where I was weeping on the floor, uh-huh. right at the door, there, and I was holding a knife and holding my hand. <laughs> And I was like, this is, because I, I know when I come back, I'm going to be screwed, right? Yeah. So I might as well just end it here. Oh, oh my no. God. Then what yeah. stopped you? Uh, what stopped me? I think the Lord, man. Somehow the angel of the Lord appeared. What now. were you going to do? Like really just, you watch? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, just, How just, you know it. to do that though? You watch movies. That's, that's the thing. Uh, the movies, the movies. Right. Yeah. 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 I was an yeah. intelligent kid. So I was thinking, like, okay, that's it. End it. And then, and then to my, to my, oh, I don't Actually, know. I dangerous, don't know. Huh? I think the Lord Jesus spoke to my mom on the way back. When she came back, she was like, she was so different when, from when she left. Oh. Yeah, she yeah. was so different. Maybe my sister helped me say something. I don't know. But when she came back, she was like, okay, you know what, T? Uh, she got my tea. You know what? It's okay. It's okay, Brandon. Uh, don't worry. You you lost it. You know, these things sometimes you go missing. Never mind. Tomorrow we go to school together. It might be in school. So we, we found it in the classroom that, uh, the next day. That, that, that. So, but I want to agree with yeah, you that yeah. the fact that you got whooped as well. But yeah. now today you sit here, you say, actually, you don't feel traumatized. No, you know what? The, okay, right. So there was one time my mom lashed out at me. Mm. Yeah. Straight lashed out. I have no, I have no freaking reason why. And then the thing is like, Three hours later, when I when I finally got the courage to go downstairs and to see her again, yeah. she was like, "Ryan, I'm so sorry I lashed yeah. out at you. I was not I was not in the right headspace." Uh, so again, that that yeah. that she she admitted that she messed up, mm. and she gave me a reasoning. So I know it's nothing nothing I did. I know mm. it's all her. So like I said, it's, it's things like that. Like you know, your yeah. mom coming back, yeah. knowing yeah. that okay, she probably over yeah. way overreacted on that thing. <laughs> way there. over. You wait, boy. You. Calm back! I bought a You lost the blue color pencil. <laughs> That's your mommy's favorite. No, you so it's like it's finding that line. balance, yeah. Communicating, like let's say yeah. you really whack. After that, you know, mommy whacked you because you shouldn't have done that. Mommy yeah. is sorry, mm. mommy whacked you, but don't do that yeah. again. I think that kind of makes up for the whacking in a bit. Like you understand why you were being whacked yes, as well, yes, yeah. other than just whack for no reason. The understanding is so important. Like yeah. one, yes, one communication in in high school. Oh my god, this is in high school somewhere. My cage color pencil. No color pencil. My cage teacher. You know, like at the, start of the, uh, the, at the start of the semester, usually they'll lay out, okay, what are we going to do for this semester, the yeah. year, you know, this one, my expectations. Yes. Straight up in the first day, he, he laid out this set of rules. First exam, you need 75%. If not, rotan one time. Ooh. Second exam, 80%. If not, rotan one time. But the thing is, he laid it out everything before anyone did anything right. yet. So going into that class, everyone was so clear, like, okay, if we don't get 75% on our first test, we're going to get our ass whooped. <laughs> so it, it kind of become like a camaraderie thing also. La. So those who didn't get 75% on the first test, they'd be like, okay guys, today we die together. <laughs> <laughs> and then we made, it's like, not say a spectacle of it, yeah. but the whole class was like, you know, waiting there, see who can call out one more round, pa, pa, pa. and uh. then everyone was like, hey, it's okay, bro. I also can die. You also can die. <laughs> So again, I think the justification is the most important part. Yeah. Like I grew up now, I'm not, I'm not yeah. traumatized or anything, yeah. really. Yeah. Okay. And, and I can tell you today that when I have a kid, you know, I will not spare the rod as well. I mean, but I won't go like crazy and whack until like this one. Like, you wait, ah, you wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But like, to a certain extent, yeah. Like I'm not for, traumatized. Like, like for me, I remember after this incident, my mom stopped 
uh, wanking right. me. I think like, you know, when you're a kid, right, you leave your toys all around. So mm. for me, I used mm. to love aeroplanes a lot. Mm. Love aeroplanes. I used to collect those collectibles, metal yeah. aeroplane. Well, not cheap, man. <laughs> those yeah. are quite expensive, you know. I think it's about one ringgit, two ringgit. My mom used to buy them for me and oh. I'll always keep them small, around. Small. I'll bring out ah. and then I'll play the airplane. Phew, landing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then uh, I think what, ha- what happened one day, I think, I don't know what happened. Uh, I was supposed to go out and go up and st- it was everything all bottled up lah, right? Number one, I was supposed to study but I was downstairs. Mm. And number two, my toys were all lying all around. Then when I went out, right, my mom was so angry. She took an airplane and the airplane flew to my head. <laughs> yeah, she flew to my head, you know. And then obviously for me as a kid, like, okay, I did wrong, I did wrong, I did wrong. But after that, right, when I went to my room, I, did, I was like scratching my head. My whole head was red. <laughs> oh no. And I was Lily. bleeding and then my brother had all saw. Oh, and then my no. sis, my brother came and like freaking treated me and then yeah. he started scolding my mother. I was like, what the hell do you do? Why don't you kill him? Like, like huh, huh? you can't, I want to kill, kill your, your yeah, son, yeah. is it? And my mom, you should see the, see, the, see the look on my mom's face. I saw it there. She's like, she was so guilty. Mm. And after that, she came to me. I'm so sorry. Mm. Mommy didn't mean to do this. Uh-huh. And then I think, I, I don't think, she, I don't think, okay, I don't think she explained, but I kind of understood that I think she was going through a lot of stress. Mm. She had to work like about almost six jobs, mm. giving tuition yeah. in different, yes. different, different yeah. houses just yes. to send me to college, just yes. to send my yeah. brother to college, uh, just to send us to school. And then I think after that, from then onwards, I didn't change. I still let my toys all lie around. Like. <laughs> Why? I expected like it's like some life lesson learned. This boy. Yeah, huh? yeah, but you know, but you know, I, I, I like my my mom was like, ah, can you please take your, your toys around? Okay, 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 okay. Then I'll do it immediately. You know what I mean? So I like, it's it's it's, I don't know. Parents have different ways. Okay, again, uh, I I wouldn't want to discipline my children like how my mom disciplined me, but I I also have to understand that at that point of time, I think they were going through an amount so uh, an amount of an immense amount of stress that we would never be able to understand as mm. a kid because yeah. parents will never ever tell their kids I'm stressed. They will just tell yeah. their kids everything is okay. They will never ever say that they're going through something wrong. They will just say that don't worry, mommy and daddy will settle it for you. They will never ever make their kids feel. Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how much of shit they're going or through. Or the need to worry. Oh my God, why is mommy daddy feeling this way? Yeah. yeah they exactly. want to try exactly. to protect. I mean, that's what parents do. They protect the child. Yeah. But I think right? I think we ha- we all have this perception that, you know, when you talk to kids, you kind of like have to play it down a bit and stuff Actually, like that. No. no. Exactly. That's why I learned that you don't, you don't no. need to do that. Like, yeah. kids, honestly, I'm so surprised at how much they can understand at such a young age. And also there's a lot of, like, I'm sure, researchers over the years mm. now that we're in this generation, information is so much more accessible. Yeah. The way we learn how to parent, we have so much more channels, medium, podcasts to learn from. Yeah, yeah. Experiences, people are a lot, a lot more open also compared to last time. Yeah, I think but that applies to the kids as well because yeah. they have access to, like these days, I see a lot of kids with like, smartphones. Uh. That's another yeah. topic, topic for another time. But like yeah. my point is like, they are also absorbing knowledge yes. at such a rapid rate yes, mm. that sure. their brains are definitely maturing much faster than uh, like yeah. kids so much, like 50 years ago. It's so much smarter than us when we were young. Yes, Honestly, I agree. Honestly, I, agree. I tell you the truth. Like I thought I was like smart but until I started talking to them. Like, you know, like talking down, not talking down, like, but using like, sim- simple language. And they look at you like, what the- Like, do you mean this it? actually? It's like, yeah. Oh, sh- oh yeah, okay. You actually know that. It's, it's like the advertisement remember last time we were young. Like, ah, flower, flower. No, la, <laughs> orchid. <laughs> la. <laughs> Burn! I was like, then the Damn. uncle's like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, they're much smarter nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, you know, today's, today's session's been interesting. <laughs> from like, you know, from leaving radio, talking about radio, talking about like pay, pay grades and whatever not to beating your children. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't beat your children. Don't beat them. Yeah, Only like one that, person like has that. a parent on this table. Don't beat your children. If your children lose their color pencil, <laughs> buy la, another one. I mean, what? You <laughs> just because they lose their color pencil, you want to give your child a blue bag, is it? <laughs> oh, oh, Brandon won that one champion. That was the uh, best, dude. I Brandon, remember. that was an amazing story. Thanks for sharing, man. Anyways, Maggie, thank you so much for uh, dropping by the day. Thanks for having me. It was and fun hanging out at Mama Sessions. Yeah. Before you go, you want to say anything? Um, no. Uh, you can check me out on the Maggie Wang. I've got a studio, fitness studio. You can work out with us. Yes. Or if you feel like, you know, if you need someone to listen to, our podcast is Head Over Heels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Maggie, uh, for dropping by. Yeah. Uh, it's good to catch up. Yes. Rob, Brandon, before you go, <laughs> do you want to say anything? <laughs> you want your color pencils back. <laughs> Mommy, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for uh, streaming as you can do so on Spotify. Yeah. You can do so on iTunes. If you want to see our beautiful faces, you can go to YouTube slash Boy TV hangouts check out um, Brenda's new hair yeah I know I love it by the way freaking amazing <laughs> uh, also follow us on our Instagram suggest any topics that you want to talk about it's always amazing to keep you guys company thank you so much for streaming us we'll catch you guys the next time 